Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. While build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 108 and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Today's guest says, act boldly with no guarantee of success. Joining me on today's show is Michelle Gomez. Michelle is the founder and also the CEO of Line 25 Consulting, a marketing firm that focuses on content and social media marketing. She's also the author and hosts a weekly podcast podcast called Networking with Michelle, the go-to podcast for African-American millennials discussing life strategies with a bit of entrepreneurial advice. Now on today's show, Michelle is going to share entrepreneurship has led to greater self-awareness. Knowing who you are allows you to operate better in and out of your business. She's also going to talk about struggling with getting her business off the ground and losing everything helped shape her perspective and gratitude shapes perspective. Absolutely. And so much more. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Uh, One of the things that I love about uh, speaking with guests such as yourselves is there's so much opportunity for learning and growth in various people's journeys and experiences and, of course, the insights that they uh, are sharing. And I love that you've said act boldly with no guarantee of success which kind of seems like really um share what what makes that statement so empowering for you you know this is a new statement that i just i've been sitting on for a couple of months Mm. and i remember in 2015 2016 i had this crazy idea if what if i did 100 media interviews in a year and people were like, you can't do that. That's too much. And I was like, what if I wrote a book a month? And people were like, you can't do that. That's too much. And I'm like, Steph Golden did it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. You know, as a new entrepreneur, as a first time author, just green and naive. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And then this year, I'm just like, okay, Michelle, what if you did those hundred interviews two mm-hmm. years ago? Mm-hmm. How far, how much further would you be? What if I did write a book a month or maybe three books in a year? How much further would I be? And yeah. I will never know because I didn't do those things. Yes. But what if I start doing them today? Yes. I love that. You know, you're shattering and sh- shifting and shattering if you were 
people's paradigms, your own, of course. And I can't remember who the names were or the names of, of this person, but the hundred, I think it was the hundred, oh, the one mile race or, or run where there was a someone who'd were who you know achieved a world record and no one could beat that. And everyone thought it's impossible to go faster than this. And then someone did it. And then it was yep. like, wow. And then and someone else, you know, bet that. And it's interesting, isn't it, that we have often a perception or, or, or a paradigm, if you will, or a belief that keeps us somewhere. And yet when someone else, like Seth Godin, he does something or someone else does something, or you start to do something, your belief then changes. And, well, hang on a minute, maybe I'm not, uh, maybe I'm not, stuck to do that and just to give you you were saying a uh, hundred interviews in a year well as you know that this is a daily podcast and I think this is episode 108 we launched in February so <laughs> wow, you definitely you can do definitely a hundred <laughs> interviews and these aren't short interviews some of these have gone for 40 minutes you know once we, yeah. we dive into the word so I love that and act boldly with no guarantee of success but one of the things that I love, particularly about Christian entrepreneurs, when we step forward in faith and we, you know, we allow God to align our will with his and our path to where he wants us to head, when we talk about the things that, you know, sometimes we classify as success, the doors that open, the opportunities that come forward are just amazing. Yes? Absolutely. And that's the thing, like so much time has passed, but when I put out on social media, on Instagram, I created a few designs. Hey, this is what I want to do. People just started flocking to me. And mm. I was like, all, all I had to do was speak. <laughs> all I had to do was post. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, the doors are definitely open. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that you've said that you want to dive in deeper, I think entrepreneurship have led to greater self-awareness. Knowing who you are allows you to operate better in and out of your business. What would you say are some of the greatest insights that you've learned over your entrepreneurial journey? Well, uh, I think consistency, right? Mm. And I'm going to be honest, I remember when I was younger reading the uh, book of um, Job, I was like, why did, why did he have to lose everything, mm. um, you know, and gain it all back? Like I never understood it. And then eventually I got to um, reading another book by Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. Mm. Uh, that's pretty much stories about entrepreneurship and whether they were building from home or they were in the C-suite, they lost everything and then they gained it all back through entrepreneurship. And I think entrepreneurship just escalated or expedited my self-awareness because mm -hmm. um, it got to a point where I was 30 years old, I, I had the degrees, I did the corporate thing, um, I had very little debt, I had a paid off car, I had my apartment, you know, and sooner sooner or later one by one those things were just missing mm -hmm. and it's just like i i did everything right yes you know um but i think um with the bible as well as the business book that i read it just kind of prepared me mentally spiritually mm -hmm. and even physically to be like michelle this is just the beginning 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then like, I had to reevaluate my support group at the same time as well. Yeah. Let's talk about that because I think sometimes in entrepreneurship, for people who don't understand what it is like to be an entrepreneur and they work in business, and there's no judgment here, it's just people's understandings and sometimes their misperceptions that, um, that again, someone might say to you, like exactly the example that you shared earlier, we said, I wonder what it'd be like if I made a hundred or created a hundred interviews in a year. Someone said, you can't do that. Well, that's really upon what they believe is possible or not. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, finding the right group of people to surround yourself with, because those who are not entrepreneurs don't realize that sometimes you need to put in the hours. You've got a prospective mm -hmm. client that you need to talk. So you can't just go, well, I'm shutting up for the day. Um, I'm leaving. Well, you can because you control your own time, but there are just some commitments that you're going to honor because you know it's going to grow your business forward. What would you say to someone that maybe is in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship and maybe going through the the process that sometimes some of these friends that don't understand me maybe I've got to limit my time with them what did you do when you started to realize that I had to be really honest with myself right mm. and then your bank account won't lie either <laughs> and mm. I think I confided with my very close friends like my mm. very best friends and my core group I was like, hey, this is the situation. So I can't do everything with you like I did a year ago yeah. where, you know, there was just the consistent cash flow, so to speak. Yeah. And um, when it came to other people, like outside of the core group, um, I was honest, but I didn't necessarily t go into detail, mm. right? So I didn't say I had money problems, but it was just, you know, I got other plans, other commitments. Mm. But I think you really have to be honest with yourself. And once you are, you're able to express that clearly with other people. Yeah. And your your family and friends, the close ones, will definitely appreciate that as well. Yes. I love the way that you've said that. It's a great reminder in be very mindful and intentional about who you keep in your close-knit circle and who you allow to speak into your life. And because often when we share things with people, they have their opinions and they have uh, they want to share uh, what they think around that too. And I think we need to protect ourselves in those early stages. And I mean, even any particular cash flow or surplus, we want to reinvest back into our business. There might be new right. equipment or something. And so that's really important. What would you say, is the the insight as far as consistency because sometimes when we're moving from a corporate mindset to here's the job nine to five or whatever it is to entrepreneurship um, when something's not done there are no other team members at the beginning <laughs> stage of startup a little bit later on we can invest into to do things so the buck stops with you when it came to consistency what were some of the lessons you learned around that Consistency is so important. I feel like consistency is like the nucleus mm. and then everything else stems out from there. You know, your operations, yeah. delegating, mm. um, because if you're, if I'm not consistent, it's going to be hard for me to bring in a graphic designer mm. or someone to edit my video, edit my podcast, mm. because I'm all over the place and like, they don't know where to pick up. <laughs> like, oh, today she does this next week. You know, and consistency is the foundation. I've also realized with me being consistent and not to be negative or anything, it's not that I'm better than anyone. Mm. It's just that I've been consistent and a lot of people, they start, but they mm. don't finish mm -hmm. or they don't endure, right? Yeah. And somehow they fall off. 
And I remember my manager at JP Morgan Chase would always say, the cream always rises to the top. And I was mm. like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, but yeah. <laughs> these riddles. <laughs> and I was like, now, ah, oh, I get it, mm. you know? And it's just a matter of being consistent and creating the process, um, patterns, discipline, mm. work ethic, and you stand out. And it's like, Michelle, I see you've been doing this for three years, five mm-hmm. years. Whereas other people, unfortunately, I mean, don't get me wrong, life happens and mm. other things happen. Um, it's just allowed me to become slightly more visible and also receive a few more opportunities. Yes. You know, one of the greatest lessons that I was reminded of, and that's, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, there's always lessons and learnings uh, when you're open to receiving them was a business, uh, I'll call him a mentor because I've read his book and I've gone to a conference and and he's a Christian um, Mm. business mentor. And for me, it was a breath of fresh air to actually hear someone bring in um, business principles, but with a biblical aspect mm-hmm. to that one of the things that he says and I thought you know what it was such a relief for me uh, in a way particularly for those of us and we're going to talk about struggles and failures and all of that and learnings he said it can take and it will often take a solid 10 years to really build that momentum and I really think that people should be more open and sharing that because I know when I look back when I think of my businesses I might have been two, three years in it, looking at other people and thinking, what am I doing wrong? I'm only here. But in actual fact, to really build the momentum and a solid foundation upon which that business can grow and scale, I think that immediacy, we need to uh, to remind ourselves that that is not the case at all. Is that something that you've learned along the way as well? Oh, absolutely. I wish I heard it sooner. Yeah. You know, I wish I heard it while I was in corporate, you mm-hmm. know, I think I would have been more patient with myself in the career setting. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have started my business while in corporate. Yes. Right. And when I left, it was, I felt like entrepreneurship was all or nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't see, I didn't see and hear these stories right now where mm-hmm. there's people that are successful in both you know, where they can have a nine to five and then they may have one or two clients Mm -hmm. or projects that they juggle at a time. I wish I heard, and that was just five years ago. Mm. Um, So I think um, it's important. I also think you have to understand what your strengths are and you know, evaluate everything. There's also a big picture behind that as well. Yeah, absolutely. One of the um, guests that I had recently was for a tech entrepreneur and it's interesting that so many of us entrepreneurs have a what I call failure. And I do this because now that I'm, I mean, I'm um, 50, over, you know, 50 or be 51 this year, that I used to hate failure and it used to kind of shame me. And it was like, oh, if people knew that I did this and it didn't work, are they going to think less of me? It's like people, let's just get it out there. We all fail and in actual fact, celebrate them, acknowledge them because they can be your biggest learnings. And as you said, we're going to talk about this, you know, the gratitude shapes character when we do stay um, strong and focused and lean into him there's so many lessons oh, yeah. but let's dive into that and, and the tech entrepreneur the story that i wanted to share with that was that he had a massive failure as well and he always looked at other tech entrepreneurs and you know silicon valley and then they would get venture capitalists and all that and he didn't achieve that but he now sees that god actually um, protected him from that because in his failure not only did he have gratitude but god mm. shaped his character 
he was had mm. more maturity and now as his business is starting to grow and not just but slowly he says i now have better leadership skills i'm a better father i'm a better ceo of my business and i'm really you know focusing on the word and who god wants me to be rather than what society or the world or what you know entrepreneurship would be have you found that too through your journey of struggling and getting your business off the ground yes uh, definitely one i didn't know the strength that i had within myself, the strength and the patience I had in with myself. I also feel that um, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with success. Mm. And a lot of times we uh, measure success by dollar amount and there's responsibility with mm. your earnings potential, right? Mm -hmm. And I know right now that my earnings is not, it's not solely for me, right? Mm. I definitely want to become a philanthropist. I want to give. I give now, but I want to earn more money so I can give on a greater scale. Yeah. And I think so many times we forget the responsibility that comes along with however we define success mm. and our earning potential. And I think, you know, your character is who you are now. Yeah. And how much money you earn is just going to magnify that, yes, right? Yes. So if you're a nice person, you can remain nice and generous. But mm. if you have a bad attitude and you're a jerk, mm -hmm. it's just going <laughs> to And then you get money, go. you're just going to be a jerk with more money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're going to say rude things like, oh, I can buy you and mm. whatever. And that's not the case, you yeah. know, where you could just give generously if you're already in good standing, you know who you are mm -hmm. and you know who you serve on a greater scale. Yeah. And I think as Christian entrepreneurs, we realize that, you know, every action or interaction with, with prospective clients, with our existing customers and just people we interact with, uh, we're ambassadors of Jesus. So every decision, every mm -hmm. conversation, what we say really speaks speaks to him you know his brand not that i want to say jesus is a brand but it is i mean sometimes people yeah. if they say oh well, if that's what being a christian is like uh yeah. you know and such such uh, great lessons and i think sometimes we can have success a little bit too quickly and i love how um we're reminded how you know god will give us a little bit and when we are able to steward that when we're able to really work with that then god says well now i'm going to to grow that as you're continuing to, to trust in me. When you say gratitude shapes perspective, what was the biggest lesson that you're really grateful for that through that experience you've learned? Because you can really see looking back and insight is such a wonderful teacher. You can really see that it has shaped your character and something that you use every day, you know, in, in your business to help you grow it, to help you be consistent. What would um, that lesson be that gratitude has taught you? Wow, there's so many things, but I think early on when I lost my apartment, um, I never say I was homeless, right? I always mm -hmm. say I lost my, my I forgo my apartment, mm -hmm. right? Um, because I had somewhere to stay. You know, mm -hmm. I had friends I could go to, I could stay with before, and it only took me three days to get into another permanent situation. Mm -hmm. And I think lots of times where there could have been a pity party, oh, woe is me, I'm homeless, and mm -hmm. And maybe I could have monetized, oh, I was homeless. And now yeah. it's like, you know, it's like I'm grateful for just having friends with a willing mm -hmm. spirit and an open heart to be like, you can come, you know, stay on my couch for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And some, believe it or not, some people don't have that, mm -hmm. you know, and 
And then eventually that whole situation turned around where the mm -hmm. business was growing. I was able to get back on my own feet. I was able to get my own apartment in my name. I was able to get a brand new car. Um, wow. You know, it was just the influx and it was yeah. like, but I also, I believe that maybe if I wasn't grateful mm. when things were going bad, I'm not going to say I wouldn't receive those things. It would have just delayed the process. Yes. Which also goes back to character as well. Such a great lesson for all of us, no matter what age that we're at. And I think also too, um, sometimes the messages that we hear and that we see and that we read on online and even offline is that we just assume that like that, it happens. You know, we go from this to that. But if you recall that journey where you were, you know, you were in uh, with friends who just lovingly opened their door for you to to now that you've um, listed a number of great things uh, that you hope, yeah, that you're grateful for, that was over a time period, wasn't it? It wasn't just oh, overnight. Yeah. And I share that because sometimes as entrepreneurs and sometimes, uh, you know, millennials, not that we want to categorize, but sometimes we think that it almost happens overnight. So Again, we think, why is that not happening for me? Share a little bit more about this because I think this can be so an insight yeah, for, for people. It, 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 gets, it gets hard because I think my, my ambition exceeds my patience. Oh, yeah. I think that no matter what age, now, now would be good. Yeah. Like, I know this and I'm doing this and da-da-da-da, but it's like, Bring it back, Michelle. <laughs> Bring it back, you know. And um, I did this video on social media a couple of um, weeks ago, and I stated that, you know, as a public speaker, um, as a creative, as a business owner, you know, we want to speak to 50,000 people, right? Mm -hmm. We want to have um, these high, high rates when it comes to our services. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, okay, you want to speak to 50,000 people one day. That's great. Mm -hmm. are you taking care of the five people in front of you right now mm -hmm. you know are you taking care of the five people that attend your workshop or the five clients that you have right now because if you can't take care of the five people <laughs> in front of you there's no way you're going to hold the attention of 50,000 people yeah you know whether it's people once again people project however you want to title it that fits you and your business mm -hmm. and I think that goes back to being a good steward you mm -hmm. know we always talk about money but it's really people, it's resources, yes. right? Whatever your the resources that you receive that are handed to you, are you managing your time, mm. <laughs> yourself? Yes. Are you managing it the best way possible? Because if you're not managing it correctly now, there's no way you're going to grow. Um, or there's no way you're going to go from five to 50 mm. to 50 um, to 500 yeah. to 50,000. Yeah. Such, such a, a great insight there. And I think also, too, as we're continuing to build our business, there are opportunities in front of us. And are we um, structured in a way with our business to capture as much of that to be able to leverage? And I'd imagine the, well, it's true. When you look at a business who may be dealing with five clients or 10 clients, there's certain systems and structures that you have in place that if all of a sudden you are talking uh, to yep. 50,000 and say, you know, like maybe a thousand of them go, you yeah. know what, I want to work with her. Your website might crash, all these different things. Now, if you've got one person that might say to you, look, I'm not, I'm just, let's just talk about this. You can handle that. But if you've got that, you know, a thousand people are going, wow, yeah. speaking online, these are all really important lessons. It will happen. But what you've said earlier, consistency is so mm -hmm 
important. What would you say to someone who is a little bit like how we've described, because I think there's a bit of that in all of us, the entrepreneurial drive, who's ambition and I want this now to go, you know what, you have to take a step back. You have to put in the, the time and commitment and consistency. What would you say to them to encourage them? I, I would definitely say it takes 10 years to be an overnight success, right? <laughs> Similar mm. to the tech story. Um, so being patient um, mm. and understanding that progress is not always measured by finances, mm. right? Because you can make great progress um, and your bills are stay, still taken care of. Mm. Uh, maybe you're not as profitable as, you know, whatever your revenue goals may be. But you'll be surprised if you look back how you can still have great progress, mm. um, especially now <clears throat> with the way everything is, making sure you're taking care of yourself mentally and physically. Um, where I know um, as an entrepreneur, I've had more time to take care of myself by going mm. to the gym, um, by seeing my therapist on a regular basis and not feeling guilty because I'm trying to squeeze things in mm -hmm. around someone else's corporate structure. Yeah. Uh, so those would be the biggest things: being patient with yourself, and I'm taking care of yourself in all aspects of your life. Yeah. One of the other lessons that really maps beautifully over everything that you've shared today is that sometimes when we are in business and we try a few things and we've got this big vision and this ambition and it's not achieving things, sometimes what we do is then we turn, shift focus, maybe this is just me, and start a new creative project because we love new and we put all our hopes, dreams and desires in, into that to get it working and oh, that's not working so we shift again. And because of the fact that you uh, do content and social media marketing, you would know that a lot of these messages that we then put out there can be confusing. And it's just that we need to have stayed focused on what we were doing and go, right, what can I do differently? Do I need to change my message slightly? Do I need to tweak some of the things that I'm doing already or even stop doing some of the things that are just not supporting me so that I can continue to, to maintain that momentum rather than completely shifting my focus on a new project or stretching myself too thin. Do you see that sometimes happen with entrepreneurs that they do oh. do that when they, they give up, they walk away, try something new and that nothing actually sticks and builds momentum because yeah. they're just not giving it the time it needs. Absolutely. I mean, that's why we go back to the consistency thing mm. where I think when you're consistent, people know you for that specific thing and then eventually you become an expert, yeah. right? But if you're always starting and stopping, it's like, what, it, what, what are you doing today? Now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then and I hate to say it, but it can bring trust issues, mm. right? Because if you're always starting and stopping on some type of project outside of your norm, outside of your business area, mm. if I want to collaborate with you, I probably don't know how to collaborate with you, mm. which I'm not even in position to approach you because I, I haven't had enough time to analyze you, what mm -hmm. your strengths are, what you do well, whether we're connected on social media or not. Like yes. you never know who's watching you. Um, so consistency is very important. And uh, under that really does, you know, come your, your marketing, your messaging, your branding. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just on the digital side. That's on social media, your website. Um, because anyone can, you see the analytics, you know, someone's going to your page, but you don't always know who that specific person is. Mm. And 
you know, always say quality versus quantity. Because if you get the right person, yes, yeah, <laughs> the sky's the limit, oh. right? The whole universe can open up to mm. you. Um, so yeah, so true. And you know, we said that it can take up to ten years to build a really solid yeah. business. It doesn't mean that when you get all of the right steps in place and the foundations doesn't mean that you can accelerate your growth because you are being consistent the content that you are sharing is on point on brand continues to position you in, in that area so people begin to start seeking you out because you've created um, a reputation a, you know a level of credibility that really mm -hmm. positions you as a go-to person in that industry Absolutely. and the fact that you're just a nice person some you know the experience that you create uh, is one that people go I like what Michelle has to say I like her character I like the way she approaches um, and her attitude I'm going to go and talk to her and that's what you're really sharing about being that consistency so Michelle share with everybody a bit today around some of the services that you offer and how best people can connect with you yes so I work with small business owners on creating content and social media marketing strategies Usually people are saying, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to say on social media. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, if you're a small business owner or a personal working on your personal brand, you're struggling with that because you're not creating content. Mm -hmm. So I help people when it comes to blogging, video, or podcasts, mm -hmm. create content um, that's going to allow them to demonstrate their expertise within their industry. Yes. And the best way to contact me via social media, my first and last name, Michelle Gomez, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, last name N-G-O-M-E. Fantastic. And we'll put all of the links to connect with Michelle on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE 108. And you'll be able to connect with her that way through clicking on uh, through, through the show notes. Michelle, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, and I'd be honored to do that for you today, is just to end the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for an opportunity to speak with Michelle and just for really encouraging her and inspiring her to really speak uh, into the lives of uh, young millennials. Lord, we know that there are many challenges, particularly when it comes to entrepreneurship. Um, the enemy wants to keep us from uh, sharing our message and our expertise out there. And we're just so reminded today and thankful uh, that Michelle was sharing that uh, it's consistent it's uh, really being focused and continuing to, to really sh continue to share that message uh, on an ongoing basis. Father, we just want to uphold Michelle in our prayers. Uh, will you continue to bless her? Will you continue to show her favor as she's growing her business? We also pray for her clients and her prospective clients and the clients that she's yet to work with that she will continue to um support them in getting their message out there into the world so that they too can impact those people who are reading, seeing and uh, engaging with their work. Father, we just want to thank you for this time when we ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank, thank you. you so much for uh, coming on the show, Michelle, and the work that you're doing and just consistently showing up and uh, you know, with all the content that you continue to share, I think uh, the, the world needs to hear inspiring voices such as yourself because goodness knows we turn on the radio, we turn on the TV, we read print, it's negative a lot of the times and I think when we have people such as yourself who are inspiring others 
to think, you know, bigger, to think differently, um, that can impact the world and it will continue to do so. So uh, thank you for continuing to share your message. And I, I thank you for creating this platform, creating a safe space to allow people like me and your other hundred guests <laughs> and another thousand more to come <laughs> to share their inspiring stories. So yeah. Thank you as well. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.